Hello again, and welcome to On the Road with the VIAAA, a podcast put on by the Virginia Interscholastic Athletic Administrators Association's Public Relations Committee for athletic administrators both in Virginia and across the country. I'm your host, Jim Harris, co-chair of the VIAAA's Public Relations Committee and coordinator of athletics and student activities at Alexandria City High School. In today's episode, we travel to Louisa County and Athletic Director George Stanley, who shares with us his experience as a member of the host committee on diversity, equity, and inclusion, and introduces us to the Terra Dome. We are live here at the VIAAA State Conference and on the road with the VIAAA. Our guest is George Stanley, Director of Athletics at Louisa County. Welcome aboard. How you doing? How you doing? Great to be here. Hey, tell us, uh, tell us the road you took to become the Director of Athletics at Louisa County. Uh, where did you grow up, your schooling, your coaching, and uh, career track that led you to Louisa County? Oh boy, uh, started off, was born in Brooklyn, raised in Montclair, New Jersey. Um, won a few state championships up there in uh, 94, 96, thought I'd throw that in there. Uh, played football and uh, threw the shot put in disc and uh, was blessed to receive a scholarship at the University of Virginia uh, where I played defensive tackle from 98 to uh, 2001. Uh, graduated a semester early, uh, got my master's in education from the Curry School of Education. Um, and. Uh, started helping out around the Charlottesville community, worked in Richmond for about a year, came back to the Charlottesville area, uh, got into coaching, uh, first got down with uh, football for Deb Tyson at Albemarle back in the uh, early 2000s. Uh, I met uh, Mr. Doug Straley, who was the superintendent of schools uh, at the time. He was the AD at Louisa County High School. I met him through Fitzgerald Barnes, who was former uh, director of athletics at um, Monticello High School. Long story short, uh, got a job interview out in Louisa and started in 2007, coached football there, um, was a special education teacher for seven years. And just, you know, I, I figured that helping young people, I, I knew that that was my calling, um, just still trying to figure it out. I wasn't necessarily trying to get into leadership. I was okay with just coaching and doing whatever, but I had a couple of conversations with folks that said they thought I could do a good job. Um, and, and you know, my leadership skills and trying to get down with administration. So uh, went back to school, got my, uh, got my degree. Well, not degree. It's an add-on endorsement from Arkansas State University. Uh, took my admin and supervision endorsement, uh, passed that test. And uh, at the same time, I was uh, assistant athletic director for Mike Parsons uh, at Louisa from 2011 to 2014. Uh, he left the position. I interviewed and was able to start in 2014, and that that in a in a in an eggshell is uh, or nutshell as they say is how I ended up uh, where I am currently. So I've been serving in this capacity, assistant AD uh, 2011 to 2014, and AD from 2014 to present. Outstanding, uh, you know this is a VI AAA podcast. Now, how did you get started uh, with the VI AAA, and take us through your journey that led you to be on the. Uh, host committee and the diversity and inclusion committee. Uh, well, the, with the VIAAA, when I first got the job, um, being an assistant is one thing, but when you're actually the quote-unquote guy, um, it, it, it put things in perspective really quickly, and it's like, holy smokes, there's there's such a, a high learning curve uh, that you have to, you know, you have to 
really govern your, your brain and train your brain to even think to try to figure out all the things that you're responsible for and the things that you need to do. Um, so I wasn't even thinking about the VIAAA at the time. It was more so like staying afloat, trying to figure out, make sure I'm doing the right things to make sure that I support the, the kids and community in Louisa County as best I could. But through that, I did take the, um, the, the first time AD class in the summertime, and that kind of sparked a little interest in the back of my mind. And then just with being a part of the Jefferson District, um, being able to work with some really, really great guys and gals um, in, in that capacity, they were like, you know, you really could benefit by stepping up and getting into the VI AAA. And, you know, with it being Virginia, um, obviously uh, you'd have the support from, you know, a, an athletics association that is there to support you. So, um, can't really pinpoint when I exactly decided to, um, but I think it was like probably by 20, 2015, um, I started going to the conferences and just kind of being around and listening and, and soaking things in. And, and, and you learn so quickly that these folks speak the same language as you and you learn so much and then you just kind of get roped in. So I started just helping with different things. Um, Kenny Edwards, uh, just to speak with him, Shay Collins and a couple other of my colleagues. Um, just talking about diversity and inclusion and things of that nature, um, it, they've done a really, really good job with trying to think outside the box to get more inclusion, get more opportunities for folks, um, just in general, because th the bottom line is communication and dealing with people, being able to relate with whoever you are, regardless of what you look like, tall, small, you know, whatever, whatever have you, different backgrounds, that really doesn't matter. At the end of the day, we're all humans. So um, it, it's been a pleasure to, to sit back and be able to learn from such great folks. So I'm, I'm thankful for that. Certification is a big uh, push for the VI AAA. Uh, you are a certified athletic administrator. You know, tell us about your process of certification, what it means to you personally, and what are some tips you have for ADs looking to reach that level of CAA? Uh, well, I think, honestly, um, it shouldn't be all about certifications and things, but honestly, the more, more letters, more things that you have behind your name, the, the more that it's, it's like branding yourself and also solidifying yourself as far as if you're talking about high expectations and, and excellence, and you say that and you want to instill that in your student athletes, then they need to be able to say, okay, well, what does my AD do? You know, is, is my AD active? Does, does, does our AD take care of business? And, and, and how does he or she conduct themselves on a day-to-day -day basis? And, you know, when I send, send out emails, you know, in the signature part, it says, you know, George Allen Stanley II, CAA, MED, you know, these kinds of things are, they, I think it's, it's a good and a constant reminder to folks that I'm just an, an ordinary Joe. Joe, um, I work hard just like the next person, um, but you should never stop on your quest as far as for bettering yourself and, and, and making yourself um, even more knowledgeable about what it is that you do. My father, uh, George Sr., he told me a long time ago that whatever job that you, that you get or that you earn, learn the job. And so just being an AD or DSA or however you want to say it, that's great. But you don't know everything. And to have different venues and outlets and, and things and professional development opportunities that's going to sharpen your skills, then you have to take every advantage of that. So um, getting the CAA was great. Um, took, took a bunch of classes for that. And it wasn't like a, a rush thing. Took my time. Took classes here and there. A couple over online. A couple in the summer times. Um, when there is a little bit of downtime, uh, you know, during the school year is kind of tough with all that you have going on with your activities and events and things. But um, I didn't realize how important it was until I actually like went and took the test 
and got the certification and they sent a plaque and it was like a big deal. It did put you in a newsletter, um, you know, put you in, in the, the, the NIAAA, um, you know, on, on the national scene for people to see. And it's like, wow, this is a celebration of an accomplishment that I had and not knowing that it was as big as a, de a deal as, as it is, I'm, I'm grateful for that. So um, the advice I would give to those, um, if you're trying to better yourself, if you're just here to punch a clock, number one, you're in the wrong profession, okay? In, in, in education in general, you can't punch a clock, just doesn't work like that. Um, but you just don't want to get in a place where you're just doing the same thing all the time because it gets old, gets stale, um, when you can try to challenge yourself. And I mean, like for myself, I haven't played football in, 20 some odd years but there's not a day that goes by that I don't think about playing football just because it was just something that was put in my DNA you know what I mean so I think I, I take that same the same challenges and, and I take this the, the same approach with how I challenge myself on a day-to-day -day basis to try to get better and that comes from being able to deal with my colleagues and things that have to deal with the VI AAA so again I am very grateful for it um, and I would say again as far as advice challenge yourself um you know get a mentor speak with people um that are like you and think like you and 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 just learn try to learn as much as you can outstanding now let's let's talk a little bit more on the athletic administrating about an athletic administration okay. uh, you, you you spoke of some people but who were some of your influences getting into athletic administration and now who do you go to now for advice encouragement or a shoulder to cry on uh Fish Earl Barnes was uh, was athletic director for Monticello High School years ago, um, and I used to help him out um, part-time uh, while I was trying to figure out what I had going on in my late uh, 20s. Um, he was very influential, actually. Uh, Dr. Hahn, Billy Hahn, was the principal at Monticello, so I've known them both for a long time. Um, and I just, just being around and helping at games, running the clock, getting things for the officials, you kind of got in the mix. And the more that you, you did that, the more you learned. And again, you know, challenging yourself to, to kind of learn things, even though I wasn't on the track or I didn't understand at the time that I would even be interested in trying to be um, an athletics administrator. But learning those things helped me out. Um, but I mean, I've got a, golly, I've got a lot of folks that, that I've, I've leaned on over the years. Again, with the Jefferson District, uh, Rodney Red. Um, uh, Ms. Tyson, Scott Morris, Steve Heon. I mean, it, the, the list goes on, and I love those guys and gals so much. Um, Richard Farkerson at Huguenot, uh, Kevin Adams at Verina, Shay at Shay Collins, excuse me, at Midlothian, Robin Williams at Booker T. Uh, we got Mike at Churchland, Ronnie Cavalier at Manor, and uh, Kenny Edwards again from Jamestown. He he provided a lot of insight as well. As far as a shoulder to cry on, I mean, just with that list there, you know, we have text group chat groups and things emails we we're in constant conversation with each other because again we're the only ones that understand what we do within sometimes within an entire school division like you know for myself in Louisa County there's only one high school but if you think about it a principal has a team of assistant principals that also includes your athletics administrator okay well what does your athletics administrator have yourself basically because no one else has that title except for you in that building so um you have to you have to be very 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 mindful of who it is that you have in your corner and who it is that you get advice and 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 ideas and things from but i'm thankful to have that group of folks and it's not limited to them i just wanted to shout out a couple of those those folks on this this podcast for sure outstanding now here's the chance to get on your soapbox and get to toot your own horn a little bit what, right. what are some things that you do at louisa county that you think you're really good at i 
I won't say I think. I, my, my wife tells me that. Stop saying anything. Say you know. I know that without the shadow of a doubt that I can communicate with anyone um, from any background, um, you know, socioeconomic standpoint, whatever you want to call it. I have a very good way of relating to people, making people feel comfortable. And even though I'm a Jersey guy now, I'm from up top where it took me a while. Southern hospitality was definitely an adjustment. You know, where I'm from, someone says, hey, and they don't know who, you know, you don't know who they are. You look at them like they're crazy. You know what I'm saying? So that's a far cry from being in Louisa where you got folks that are just nice, country living and cool folks. But I can communicate with anyone. Um, I just, I'm a genuine person. Um, You know, I just, I make sure that the way that I present myself to others is the way that I would want somebody to present themselves to me. So I know that as far as communication, as far as um, when I interviewed for the job, I always talked about the kids and the kids believing in whoever's going to be in that position because people get hired for these jobs all the time. But the bottom line is you're working for the kids. It's a service position. So if the kids don't believe in who they have as their AD, then what are you doing? So I know for for fact that they understand and they know that I care about them as if they're my own kids. Um, and just like my own kids, they can get on your nerves at times, but you don't, you know, it, it's a, it's a tough love type of thing. Sometimes you have to be, you know, stern and firm with them, but always fair and always loving. So as far as communication and, you know, putting things out on social media to, to shout them out and make them feel good about themselves, that's something that I take a lot of pride in. Um, again, I also take a lot of pride in understanding and, and having like an open door policy where people are going to call with, with issues. And I'm not one of those, I'll get back to you in a week kind of folks or a couple of days. Like I'm a, let's get at, let's get after it right now and try to solve things and help people out. So I think I'm very, very, very gifted with the way that I can communicate with people, um, make them feel relevant. I'm not blowing smoke up, you know, the hind parts or nothing, but just being honest with them, being able to communicate, um, putting things down on paper, to-do lists, you know, and trying to, to, to think outside of the box with things. Um, if, if you know anything about Louisa, we do a whole lot with athletics, especially during the fall. Our football games are out of control in a great way. You know, thousands of folks there, skydivers, fireworks, all kind of stuff. And it's, it's in the name of not only the sport, but for the community because it's something for the kids and the community to do on a Friday with you know, school's out and people are excited and pumped up. And that just, it, it makes it, it all comes together um, as far as from a support standpoint. So I'm really good at being able to to bring different groups of people together through the way that I communicate with them because they know that it's coming from a genuine place. So that that's something that I, I definitely pride myself on. That's outstanding. I can hear your passion. Now, what is something that you really enjoy about your job? Flexibility to do what needs to be done because each place and you learn this as well at different conferences and things and when you have the opportunities to speak with other ad's you learn that every place is different i don't care if you're across the street from each other your school building is different from the next person's school building or your community might be different from someone else's like orange county is different from louisa county which is different from fluvanna county which is different from albemarle county you know or chesterfield schools and or uh, charlottesville city schools you know loudon county or whatever every place is different um and it's 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 just cool to know that that the language that you speak and the, the way that you can help people you can do it in the name of helping your folks that that, that you deal with every day so it's, it's really cool it's it's a great experience to 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 do that and have the flexibility to do what works for you mm-hmm. um so i would say flexibility for one being able to be creative with things. Um, I have a great relationship with Mr. Lee Downey, who's our principal, 
and former AD, um, uh, a couple of couple of folks before me in the position at Louise County High School and being able to bounce ideas and do things that, hey, what do you think about this or what do you think about that? Again, things that's going to spark people's interest to come out, not just for a game, but to enjoy themselves and bring their families, bring their grandma, grandpa, things of that nature. That's that, It's cool to have that flexibility and the, the ability to be creative in what you do. That's awesome about this position. Now let's look at the other side of the coin on that. You know, what's something that you absolutely hate if you're in your in your job? My my example is uh, rosters. If rosters could go away tomorrow, I'd be the happiest man in the world because they're never right, and they're you know, and uh, and everybody will let you know about it as soon as it's done. <laughs> oh, indeed, indeed. <laughs> I would say uh, one thing that is tough, uh, and and bear with me is time. Time is one of the most precious things. In the world because what, what time is it now it is 12:56 on march the 24th 2022 correct mm -hmm. there will never be this the second that just went by will never come back ever again okay maybe this time tomorrow but it's not today so what you do in the moment every second that goes by you can never get that back so with time and you learn with any administrative position especially being an ad is that there's not enough time in the day there isn't um, and you want to do so much and with that you know I'm a family man thank the Lord for that got two beautiful children and my wife at home um, and trying to give time to them you know the, the work and, and home life balance you know you don't want to cheat your own kids you definitely don't want to cheat your cheat the community and your school kids like there's not enough time um, so it's tough to try to break down when you say okay it's 10:30, baseball game just ended I need to send two or three emails, but I could wait till the morning time. But if I do that, what happens if I wake up and have 15, 20 other emails that I need to deal with? So it's like you have to just really be able to sit down and say, okay, how can I map out how to be as effective as possible when there's only 24 hours in a day? So time, time is tough. Um, and then also just dealing with dealing with the issues, the day to day issues, because there are issues. There are folks that don't like things. There are folks that are disgruntled. And you have to understand, especially now we're coming out of a, a pandemic on the other side, at least. And a lot of people are dealing with, you know, the, the mental health issues of things that they didn't have to deal with for the last year and a half, two years. And guess what? It spills over at a baseball game. It spills over at a, at a field hockey match or at a volleyball game or a football game. And having to deal with that um, with people's problems, you're almost like a camp counselor, which is cool. Because, again, me being me, mm -hmm. I'll talk to whoever. Like, if I'm walking along the fence and, hey, I like to walk around, say, hey, wave my hand. And, and you can kind of see in people's faces when they're not doing so hot. Mm -hmm. I'm the type of person, I'm going to stop and say, are you all right? Mm -hmm. And some say, no, I'm fine and keep it moving. No problem. But then you have others. You open up the door for them to let you know how they're feeling. And I take time with them. So, like, to be able to do that, sometimes it gets overwhelming because there are some folks that are that are struggling. And, I mean, we all go through it. Um, but I would say definitely time and then just having to deal with folks having a lot of issues. But it, it's it's – it's a beautiful struggle. So as much as it's like, darn, you wish there was more time or people didn't have so many things going on, it, it's a part of the job that makes you who you are and what you do. All right. Now, what advice, I mean, you've had already had a lot of great advice, but what's some advice that you would give to a new or current athletic administrator uh, is something they have to do to be successful? They have to have a sounding board. And hopefully... Um, you know, if, if they are, if they do have their own family, if they're not single, hopefully that would start first with the person at home. My, you know, my wife, um, Dr. Joy M. Stanley 
Uh, she's been the, the greatest thing ever uh, to me, uh, uh, very much an inspiration. And she's been my shoulder to cry on, literally, because she understands. You know, she went to Hermitage, Hall of Fame, basketball, went to, to Georgetown. She did everything that she needed to do as a student athlete. So I lucked up because she understands where it's like time and having to do this and that in the name of athletics where she lived that. You know what I mean? She's been an academic advisor for a number of years. Um, and, you know, now we have our children. So, like, we just make it work. But I would say for any new AD that just jumped into the terror dome, as, as I like to call it, you better have somebody to sound off to, okay, because you will drive yourself crazy, you know. Um, and you also have to be okay with failing at some, some things or not being as effective as you think at certain things, okay. But make sure that you have someone to talk to. Make sure that you sharpen your skills. Surround yourself with people who talk and, and deal with and, and have like-minded ideas with yourself. Um, get involved in the VIAAA, honestly, because I didn't get involved until about two years in. And that could have been two more years of developing even stronger relationships than I have now. And it was because I just didn't know any better. But now that I do, I would be wrong, absolutely wrong, remiss if I didn't give that advice um, to, to anyone coming into this because it's different. 2014 and 2022 are different. Things that were going on then are, you know, aren't going on now, or there's a whole lot of things that's going on now that weren't in 2014. So you can't do it on your own. You got to be able to talk to people about it. Um, and, and you have to have, you have to, another thing I would say too, get in the ear of your building principal, your superintendent, whoever your supervisors are, talk to them. Okay, because you do have folks that love athletics that are in, you know, positions of leadership over top of you, but you also have some that aren't so much sports folks. It might not be because of lack of interest. They just might that might not be their thing. But how are they going to know if you don't help them along the way with that? You have to communicate with that. That way everybody's on the same page because instead of fighting an uphill battle, you can do it with someone and move forward together. All right. You made it to the last question. All right. And it's the, the fun one. A lot of people you know are going to be listening to this, and a lot of people you don't know will be listening to this. Okay. Uh, tell the listeners something that they might not know about you. Any talents, hobbies? I'm a good Lord. I like to work out a lot. Um, just with, with playing football and stuff, like just weightlifting, you know, doing all kinds of different things, exercises and, and, and things of that nature. I mean, I, I've lost, good Lord, um, I've lost like over 100 pounds in the last – two years just because another part of that that ad job the stress levels now you're gonna eat mm -hmm. I'll tell you that now you're gonna eat <laughs> and i was one that i did i didn't miss too many meals but it got out of control and i had to you know reel it back in but i work out a lot um uh, now that it's getting back warm and start running more miles you know clocking a lot of miles try to run at least i don't know 50 to 60 miles a month um and again for this is for somebody that is former d tackle close to 300 pounds that kind of deal so um, it's a little bit more challenging for folks like me, but it's a, a wonderful thing. I like to, you know, work out a lot, drink a gallon of water every day. Try to just try, try to just do better uh, as far as that. Um, I love to read, love music, um, and I love being able to read to my kids. That's that's a that's a, a big thing for me, just because the importance of reading literature. Um, seeing them, uh, you know, my, my oldest is four, my youngest is seven months. 
and just kind of obviously the seven month old she's just nan nan nu right now but four-year-old she's coming into her own has personality of her own and like to see her light up with certain stories and things and wow after you know daddy reads that or this or that it, it's it's exciting to see that so definitely working out definitely reading to my kids and and uh just being active Outstanding. Well, thank you for jumping on the road, literally jumping on the road uh -uh. With, uh, with the VI AAA. We look forward to seeing you grow and your continued leadership for the, for the association. Okay. Thank you very much. I really appreciate your time. Thank you. That's all the time we have for this edition of On the Road with the VI AAA. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at VI AAA95, on Instagram at VI AAA1995, the video edition of this podcast can be found on YouTube. Just search VIAAA. Our website is VIAAA.org. Thank you for joining us, and we look forward to seeing you next time.